Welcome to your Newsmax Daily for Thursday, May 11th, 2023, National Technology Day. First observed on this day in 1999 in India, meant to celebrate and show appreciation for the continued advances in technology, which have advanced so much that every single thing you do today and touch today, including listening to me right now, is a result of technological advances. You know, next month will be the 16th anniversary of the iPhone. The first one, of course, was nothing like the one that you have now or your Samsung or Google phone, whatever kind of phone you may have. But Could you actually make it through the day without your smartphone? It's only been 16 years. Think about that. I think that should be a day, perhaps. National No Smartphone Day. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Maybe that is a day already. I don't know. On the food calendar, it's hashtag eat what you want day. Speaks for itself, and it takes all the pressure off of eating whatever the foodie people tell you to eat. Eat what the heck you want today and enjoy it. I suggested yesterday that President Biden would have a light schedule today after his long day of travel to New York. According to the White House, late this afternoon, he is scheduled to deliver remarks from the White House Rose Garden on Title 42 and the border. (laughs) No, just kidding. He's going to read something about his administration's conservation efforts. However, the expiration of Title 42 and the fiasco understatement at the border will be handled handled by Corinne Jean-Pierre and DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas in the White House press briefing. In December um, of this past year, uh, we sought more than $4 billion in funding to address our resource needs because we are operating within an entirely broken immigration system, and that is something about which there is unanimity. We did not receive the funding that we requested we received um, approximately half of what we requested and half of what we needed, which is why we are encountering some of the challenges. That's Mayorkas in yesterday's briefing, blaming the border disaster on a lack of funding. Let's assume for a minute that is true. Then that makes the White House and Congress even more useless and dysfunctional because they all voted on giving Ukraine $200 billion or more and Africa $6 billion and allocating a few billion to the World Democracy Initiative last month, but we can't get what we need at the border. Again, if there is any truth to what he says. Former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. and Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley on the balance with Eric Bowling. The chaos at the border, we expect to be insane, but Biden doesn't seem to have one one worry about it. What's this all about? I mean, Eric, I've been the only candidate this cycle that has actually gone to the border, and I didn't pull a comma and go there and come out. I've been 400 miles along that border, and what I saw was unbelievable. I mean, when most people get up and get their coffee and go watch the news, these ranchers get their coffee and they see if anyone died crossing the fence. They go and see if they have to pick up any little kids. You know, when I met with sheriffs, they say they round up these illegal immigrants. Before 7 a.m., they turn them over to Border Patrol, who documents them and then releases them until their court date two or three years from now. When I talked to Border Patrol agents, they said, you want to know about our jobs? We're just glorified babysitters. Five million illegal immigrants have crossed the border since Biden took office. 
You've had enough fentanyl that would kill every single American that came through last year. You've got cartels that are either trafficking people or they're trafficking drugs. And, you know, you look at the number one cause of death for adults 18 to 49 is now fentanyl. And now you've got this situation where Title 42 is going to be lifted. And you've got to look at both Republicans and Democrats and Biden and say, you knew this was coming. You knew this was going to happen. At what point did you not say maybe we ought to do something about it before we get to the point where almost a half a million illegal immigrants will be crossing the border a month? It's inexcusable. It's unacceptable. It's a dereliction of duty on multiple levels. And the American people don't deserve this. Solid commentary from Nikki Haley on with Eric Bowling last night. And again, it's the biggest problem in our country by far. So I'm expecting some fireworks today when Secretary Mayorkas and Corinne Jean-Pierre get hammered in today's briefing. They will also be confronted or are likely to be confronted, depending upon who's getting to ask the questions, about the FBI refusing to release a document that an Intel official says will show Joe Biden's corruption as clear as day. And there were other developments concerning the president from the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, as well as the House Weaponization Subcommittee. North Dakota Congressman Kelly Armstrong is a member of both of those committees and spoke with Greta Van Susteren. Congressman, um, in looking at the information that your committees have so far, is there any smoking gun to show that President Biden either got money himself or with a nod and a wink, made sure that family members got money that maybe they shouldn't have had, or that he changed his policy as a result of the money? Well, I, I don't think we have a smoking gun yet, but we are four out of 12 banks in, and we do know at least seven Biden family members were receiving money from the government of Romania at the same time the president was, or shortly after the president was meeting with the president of Romania at, when he was vice president. And these were set up through 20 different shell corporations. The money was obviously transferred in a way to, to, to avoid detection and continued to move through all the way through the Biden family to the, to the point of a niece and a nephew you and a grandchild. So uh, we is, know is, we is, know anybody with eyes and a brain knows that. Oh, go ahead. Is there any indication that grandchild did any work for Romania or the nieces or the nephews or even Hunter Biden or President Biden's brother, uh, James Biden? Did they do anything for that money? Well, as far as we can tell, I mean, they keep saying this is for legitimate business purposes, but we, from any one of the 20 corporations, we don't know what those legitimate business purposes are. Uh, that's the second question that has to be asked. But no, I don't understand why a former school guidance counselor is getting $10,000 from the Romanian government or $50,000 from the Chinese Communist Party, and especially when you look at how those transfers were made. I mean, they weren't made out in the open. They were run through combs. In one example, Rob Walker moved it out of his business account into his personal account before he transferred the money. I spent 10 years as a criminal defense attorney, and this looks like exactly what it is, trying to hide the transfers of money for whatever reasons those are, and it warrants significantly more questions, and we're going to keep asking them. Yet, you will hear very little, if anything, about any of that on most major news outlets and in most print. Congressman Armstrong says so far the investigation of the two committees has turned up about $10 billion. However... Note, he also said, because it was the very first question that Greta asked, so far, they do not have a smoking gun, but have records of several more banks to go through 20 different companies. 
corporations, LLCs, shell companies connected to the president and Biden family members. Rob Schmidt tonight spoke about it with Sebastian Gorka, who I remind you is a former military intelligence analyst and served in the Trump administration. I am amazed that this is how it works. That I'm amazed that it's, it's that they all just collude together. And there, there really is this, whatever you want to call it, establishment, this this permanent Washington, this this entity that is it controls everything. Yeah, it's stunning. We, we have a press conference today about a million dollars, one million dollars sent by a Romanian corrupt individual who was arrested for corruption to various mem- members of the Biden family. Can we just stop for a second? Hunter Biden's company, Rosemont Seneca, got a $1.3 billion deal after he flew to Beijing with his daddy on Air Force Two. That's where you start. And by the way, how many months has this Congress been in session? Why haven't they subpoenaed Hunter Biden? What are they waiting for, Rob? It's it's amazing. And then when you show all of this to anybody in the mainstream press, they say, well, there's no direct connection. And then all the questions that the you know Republicans got today, well, he's not really you know directly connecting this to the president, is he? I mean, it's, how, how dense can you possibly be? How intentionally dense can you be to just try and protect the president? Biden's approval rating, despite the media protecting him from all of his allegations of corruption, his approval rating came in at 36 percent this week from ABC Washington Post. He's getting beaten. He's getting beaten by Trump in liberal polls in 2024. Um, According to The Hill, uh, with a write-up this week, Democrats are panicked that Biden could lose in 2024 to Donald Trump. Do you think that the DNC is rethinking its choice to go all in on this man? I think they have from the get-go, but how do you get rid of an incumbent president? Very, very difficult. The only way you can do that is if you convince the real power behind the throne, the person who told him he's running again, Jill, Jill has to be told to tell him that he has to retire. Otherwise, they can't get rid of him. Thank you, Sebastian Gorka. That's what I have been saying all along. I still expect at some point the White House is going to announce some kind of an announcement where Joe will come out and say, due to this, that, the other thing, Jill... Jill and I have decided it's best, yada, 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 and he won't run after all. I have also said that I would not be the least bit surprised if Michelle Obama pops up as the Democratic candidate because they have no one else. And Democrats, not necessarily the ones in Washington, but, you know, the regular folks, Democrats in all the cities all around the country love Michelle Obama and all things Obama. The last time I mentioned this, my Twitter account at Radio underscore Marino got blown up. But Greg Kelly is one of several people thinking the same thing. It's actually going to be Michelle Obama. I am convinced very smart people I know have been looking at this and, uh, Michelle Obama in 2024. Now, she's going to lose to Trump, but man, she could raise about $100 million in about a day. Okay, it's a big deal. And it's very much in line with what Barack Obama did. In 2004, he was the keynote speaker, state senator nobody, but they decided to make him the keynote speaker. Remember that uh, speech? Everybody swooned. Uh, Not me. Anyway, in 2008, he was the Democrat nominee. Fast forward to uh, uh, 2020, four years ago. There she is giving the keynote address for some reason, right? The ex-first lady giving the keynote address. It is what it is. Remember that? Very uninspiring. 
is the plan to make her the 2024 nominee. Does it make sense? All right. Look, she's ultra famous. Obama did it. Now she can do it. The money thing is a big part of the equation. So there you go. I wasn't so crazy. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, 10 o'clock Eastern. Check him out tonight on Newsmax. And what was the Twitter handle? At Radio underscore Marino. And if you're not already following Newsmax, that, of course, is at Newsmax, and you definitely should be following. Back in Washington, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is encouraging Congress to pass a debt ceiling bill. The U.S. Congress has raised or suspended the debt limit almost 80 times since 1960. I urge it to act quickly to do so once again. Democrats continue to say Republicans never made a debt ceiling deal when they were in power, so why should we? But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says otherwise. Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi, two bitter enemies, entered into a two-year budget cap and an increase in the debt ceiling. Old marble mouth Mitch, there you go. And speaking of President Trump, you will hear plenty about his CNN appearance last night where he was pressed on Putin and Ukraine winning the war, among many other things. But, you know, they so desperately want him to say something about Putin, especially something good. I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people. Trump again saying he could end the war on his first day back in the Oval Office and being pushed on whether Putin is a war criminal or not. Trump said that label would make it more difficult for him to make a deal with Russia. And I'm not sure who today is being criticized in the media more. Trump or CNN for having Trump, especially after the E. Jean Carroll ruling. In other headlines, today also marks the end of the federal COVID-19 public health emergency declaration. The CDC says after today, its authorization to collect certain types of public health data will expire. And this morning's initial jobless claims report showing unemployment on the rise, with claims reaching the highest level in more than a year. The Labor Department said 264,000 Americans filed for first-time unemployment claims. That was up 22,000 thousand from the week before which was up i think like 12 or 14,000 from the week before that bloomberg says it is more evidence that the u.s labor market is gradually cooling off if you are not already watching newsmax tv don't forget it's available on most major cable systems if you have at&t direct tv dish comcast xfinity uh, Spectrum, Cox, Verizon, and you can get it on your favorite platforms too, Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Zumo, and others, and make sure you get the Newsmax app on your phone so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Probably one of the many reasons you couldn't live without your smartphone for a day. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day or your night. We'll see you back here tomorrow. In the meantime, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.